In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the February 27th edition of Weekly Signal's Weekly Review, a reality-based mash of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now the news. Habeas Corpus. Heard of that? Yeah. You heard heard about Habeas Corpus? Yeah, I heard a little bit about that. I got a little news. (laughs) To you? A habeas corpus news. Ooh, I love that kind of news. An appeals court in Washington, D.C. ruled that the writ, you know, the writ of habeas corpus, yeah. does not apply to prisoners in the American concentration camp at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. Well, is that what it says? That's it? what it says here. Right there the in the news story, it's concentration, concentration camp. camp. Now, that's a new take. I haven't heard that yeah. in the mainstream press. So, okay, well, so what we're talking about. So these guys don't count. Yeah, these guys don't Their count. legal rights are of no value, of no significance. My country, tis wow. of sea. So this was a federal court? No, it wasn't. of liberty. <laughs> this wasn't uh, the U.S. Supreme Court. It was a federal court. So yeah, an appeals me? court. An appeals court. Yeah, they went, they well, went back to a federal appeals now, court. Now, so. in all fairness, didn't the, the Supreme Court has, in fact, bounced some of these uh, That's decisions. why this is an appeals court. I understand <laughs> that. So it, it's eventually going to go to the Supreme Court. It'll bounce back. It'll bounce and bounce for okay. quite a while. Right. But 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 that's where it stands right I now. I understand. But, I mean, they have actually, they did come to the defense of Humdad. Yeah. So in that ruling, they said, you can't do this. And in this and ruling, they, they said you can't. Well, the federal appeals court. Not, I'm yeah. talking about the Supreme Court. But anyway, okay. It's, it's all very confusing. It isn't. It was reported that the Bush administration is working with paying, arming, and training directly and by proxy violent terrorist groups in league with Osama bin Laden. Yeah. Yeah. This is just the uh, twisted tale that we have uh, woven for ourselves in the Middle East. In order to, con- to keep the... Shiite crescent from taking place, which would be that, that would area. Be the web we've woven. Yeah, the web we've woven. Well, that sounds like or something. The web we've woven. I was just going to say Elmer Fudd would say that. Uh-huh. Um, in order to keep Iran, Syria, parts of Lebanon from becoming a Shiite crescent, we now have to underwrite the Sunnis. Who well, they've already got a crescent going on. Well, and, we, and in order to combat that, we now have to. We're trying to crack. Few, the we have to now help the Sunnis. Who are in bed in league with Al Qaeda? Uh huh. Nice. That's right. That's great. We should just keep spending billions of dollars a month to do this. And, and then when they say, "Oh, maybe we should take some of this money," yeah, and spend it on education and healthcare, and no, and oh, sorry, and spend it on some sort of device to blow up an uh, oh. American interest abroad. Yeah. yeah. Then what? Then Seymour Hirsch has another book. He has another book. That guy. It's his fault. Did you read that article? Did you? I, read, you, I read parts of it. I, I haven't I read the whole thing. Yeah. the article. Yeah, it's quite... Yeah, there's an article. You can find it at NathanCallahan.com. Uh, it's the uh, Seymour Hirsch article. I think it's called... Re- the Redirection. The Redirection, yes. Prime Minister Tony Blair announced that he would bring home more than 1,600 of the 7,100... British troops in Iraq. Mm. So the coalition, the willing, is kind of... It was never anything of the sort. Vice President Dick Cheney said that the withdrawal was an affirmation that there are parts of Iraq where things are going pretty well. 
Yeah. Well, that, there you go. There's spin. What is he, what is That's he spin thinking? for you. Yeah. Well, it's going well right now because they they are keeping their powder dry. They know that Britain is leaving and they're going to and they won. But they, I mean Britain's really is bit Britain Who's and won? The Shiites in yeah. the south, which is where the British are. Yeah. So things are going well in Iraq? Well, I think all I'm saying is I'm saying that facetiously. Going well for them, it's going well, not <sighs> for the British or the Americans. The day after a Sunni imam in Fallujah mm-hmm. issued a condemnation against Sunni militants, a truck bomb exploded beside his mosque, killing 36 worshippers and wounding at least 62 more. A suicide bomber at a Baghdad university blew herself up, killing more than 40 people and scattering purses, pens, textbooks, and fingers. Yeah. According to high-placed defense and intelligence sources, which doesn't mean a whole lot to me, mm-hmm. About five of America's most senior military commanders are prepared to resign if the White House orders a military strike against Iran. They're going to resign. This is we got generals and admirals. Well, this is something that I do want to ask Chalmers Johnson about, yeah. which is what happens if the U.S. military says to Bush and Cheney, no? Yeah. What do they do? What do they do there? I mean, they've already fired, I think, most of the generals who are available to become... Uh, Do they claim that there is a military coup, even though there isn't? There isn't. I mean, it's not a military coup if they simply refuse to carry out orders which they know will endanger their troops, needlessly endanger the troops that that they're in charge of. They'll court-martial some generals, I guess, huh? Right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. For its temporary embassy in Washington, D.C., the Iraqi government purchased a $5.8 million Tudor style. Tudor style. It's not Tudor, you know. (laughs) It's not a sedan. Are you a sales? Can you get yeah. undercoating on that? Yeah. yeah okay. A $5.8 million mm-hmm. Tudor-style mansion across the street from the home of Dick Cheney, which would be the, the Iraqi government for their temporary embassy. The mansion features a built-in espresso, espresso machine. Of course it does. It's built in. It's not just one of these, no. you know, that you that just go down to Costco yeah, and buy. Exactly. Heated floors. Wow. Soft pistachio carpeting. How did they find that out? I don't know. But what does that got to do with anything ever, soft? Why you, am I reading this? Have you ever just rolled around in soft pistachios? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just kind of... As a matter of fact, Mike. <laughs> well, there you go. I Ted Wells. Know. Yeah. Scooter Libby's defense lawyer gave yeah. his closing argument he last week. Cried. He's been under my protection for the last month, Wells told the jurors. Welling up. Now him. I'm entrusting him to you. Welling then up. Then he sobbed. Yeah, he sobbed. Give, give him back. <laughs> give him back to me. Oh, my God. This is... Wells then went back to his chair and sniffled. Yeah. Well, there you go. It was discovered that Abdul Tawala Ibn Alishtari... No, was that Paula Abdul? No, this is someone else. Oh, okay. He's an indicted terrorist financier. I know she's... Okay. He gave more than $15,000 to the National Republican Congressional Committee. Yeah. We need to be careful, said the NRCC in a statement, not to rush to judgment. Okay. I mean, I'm not that rushing. kind of money, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's 15000 I mean, really, it isn't much anymore. An audit of the Justice Department's statistics on terrorism released by the Inspector General revealed that successful efforts in counterterrorism have been inflated and the statistics in general were wrong. Hmm. Terrorism statistics. Yeah. Yeah. It's all wrong. I know. I was just, I saw that story and. Everything about this, well, I say everything, so many things about this 
are cockeyed. Can I say that? Yeah. Okay. The War on Terror. Yeah. The, the uh, instigation of a war of choice against Iraq. The war of choice. I like that. Is that did the Republicans make that up? Yeah. Free to choose. Free to choose. I choose you. To go to, to war for war me. On, yeah, to wage war on you. Yeah. Satellite radio companies XM and Sirius announced plans to merge but faced opposition from the National Association of Broadcasters. Oh, there you go. Are you looking for something there, Mike? No, no. I, you know, I, I just like – there's just stories that kind of slip between the cracks that uh, crazy – You don't people, know that. That crazy people Things, like me. Stories don't slip through the cracks. Not with you. No, no, you. There are no cracks in you. I know that. This would be the National Association of Broadcasters spokesperson Dennis Wharton saying, in the coming weeks, policymakers will have to weigh whether an industry makes Howard Stern its poster child should be rewarded with a monopoly platform for offensive programming. I don't think he wants – Serious yeah. and, uh, and XM to merge. To merge. Well, yeah. 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 I always like to bring stuff up about... Congress approved the Defense Department's request to spend $18 million to convert in preparation for a pro-Castro Cuba, a U.S. Navy base at Guantanamo, into a shelter that could house 500,000 fleeing Cubans. That doesn't sound like a good idea. No. You put the Cubans, you say, don't... Wait, where you need to go is... East to our base, yeah, at Guantanamo, and then what happens? Yeah, well, they, then they can set up casinos, and the mafia can move back in, and I, everything will be back I, I to think where it was. They'll back find in themselves armed pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, you know, this is the thing: the U.S. government and the mafia never forget, and we will never allow Cuba to be different ever again. The U.S. military said it will launch its own investigation into an alleged rape that has created a furor among Iraqi Sunnis and bitterly split the ca- country's government. General David Petraeus, mm-hmm. the top U.S. commander in Iraq, ordered an investigation into allegations by a 20-year-old Sunni woman who said she was raped by members of Iraq's Shiite-dominated police force. That's a big story over there. Oh, I'm sure it is. She, I, 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 I did hear about the, the woman. Uh, it's very unusual for a woman to step forward. Because it brings dishonor onto her family, and there have uh-huh. been cases, lots of cases, apparently, where uh, they take it out on the woman for bringing this up, yeah. and been known to show up dead sometimes. Speaking of that, yeah, a Pakistani government minister and women's activist was shot dead by an Islamic extremist for refusing to wear her veil. Yeah, yeah. I noticed you're not wearing your veil today, Mike. You know what? I, uh, I'm I'm uh, defiant. I'm feeling very defiant today. I'm well, yeah, I find it. Yeah. I wish you would wear the veil. It's, there are people have told me that same thing. But helps me concentrate. I understand. Michael Baruti. Yeah. You know him. The name is vaguely familiar. Michael Baruti, chief lobbyist for the National Association of Manufacturers. Oh yes. Now, now you know this guy. He's, yeah, yeah. He's the lobbyist for the manufacturers of yeah. commercial goods. Mm-hmm. That come to the United States. He deals with the government in getting in lobbying for yeah. for products that are made in the United States. He's been appointed yeah. by uh, President Bush. Uh-huh. What's he? He's been a chosen, nominated. I mm-hmm. shouldn't say appointed. He's is been he, chosen. Is, is he now Secretary of Labor? Is that what you're saying? The me? Consumer Product Safety Commission. Okay. So he's been lobbying yeah. for rules that yeah. lessen consumer product safety, and now he's head of the commission. Just. Why don't you just, don't you get it? Just get with the program here, buddy. What, what's the program? The program is, they're in charge. Yeah. Who? 
This is a smash and grab. What I'm calling the I'm I'm gonna from now on I'm gonna call this administration the smash and grab administration. Smash and grab? Yeah. Why? That's what this is. It's a smash and grab um robbery. Who's smashing what? Where the government and our what? government is smashing our our resources and grabbing them and giving them over. I don't like the over. name. Okay. I don't like the name at all. It's an old, it's an old term. I'm I've I heard it in court one time. Really? In reference to something I had done. We're having a uh, attorney here later on uh, that show called oh, yeah. Film School. Film School. Yeah, he'll be here. He'll be here. Jan right. Rainbird. All right. All right. We can ask him about smash and grab. Did you know about? <sighs> Never. Yeah. Did I know about what? Yeah, this stuff. Tell me about no, some no, stuff. stuff. I want to hear stuff. Yeah, it's, you're, you're, keep going because you got stuff. And it, was I, a, it was reported that within five years, solar power will be cheap enough to compete with carbon-generated electricity. How long? Within five years. Okay. Be right even. Okay. And within, I mean, just, you know, wind, wind machines, all those things. Right. Not, not your own solar energy panels, but right. literally right. they'll be able to build these things right. and it will be competitive. Which is exactly what I've said all along, which is the only, we will get solar power. This is power. not new. But we'll only get solar power when they can meter it and yeah. charge us for it. You think? You think that? Why and did you say this is what I've said all along? Because a lot for, of people have said been, that. You're well, not the only one to say. Well, that. I know that I said it. Twenty-five. You remember saying it? I do remember. You don't remember saying anyone it. saying it? No, never. You're kidding me. Somebody else said it. Twenty-five years ago, thirty years ago, when they were talking about solar power as as the future that eventually would be, that would be that horrible president jimmy carter jimmy carter yeah the guy wearing the sweater yeah who saying needs we should that? turn our thermostats down a couple of degrees in yeah. order to keep us from going into the middle east to fight for oil yeah that's what makes him such a horrible president he made, he made him a horrible president yeah. um basically said well you know solar power is on the horizon and they've been saying for 30 years that solar power is 30 years away and they keep saying it now finally uh-huh. They've developed the technology to be able to have these gigantic solar panels in the middle of New Mexico yeah. to meter it yeah. so they can charge us for it. Now we're going to get it. Right, you are. The cost made fall so dramatically that solar cells could undercut oil, gas, coal, and nuclear power in a decade by up to a half. Well, that's... So that kind of undercuts some of your theory. Well, Unless no. they raise the prices. Well, that's They'll get you. That's how they they'll get you. They'll drop the prices. No, I'm... I'm saying, and then they'll we, raise we, the prices. They could have met back in the in the late '70s, early '80s. They could have put a bill in place. The government could have subsidized the solar power yeah. ener- energy industry, Where? developed it, used it in in uh, federal government applications, and developed it, driven the cost down a long time ago, so that as the building industry incorporated it into the homes they were building. We could have we could be almost completely self sufficient by now in terms of solar use at home. You're kidding me. That's what they tried to do here in California. There was a bill that was going to uh, mandate that a million homes by the some 2015 were going to be and we're going to have solar panels installed in them. Right. You'll get my electricity yeah. when you pull the plug out of my cold dead fingers. All right. Whatever. Yeah. Board of American Association for the Advancement of Science, which is a reasonably conservative, you know, just, okay. I wouldn't call them conservative in the Rush right. Limbaugh sense. Right. I would call them conservative in the William Buckley sense. Okay. So, you know, in the, yeah. in, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 The nation's leading general science organization issued a consensus statement declaring global climate change a growing threat to society. Okay. 
I'll let yeah, you know. Well, okay, this, is, but this is not some crazy guy I, like I Al Gore. I know, but I, the million dollar question Academy is, Award for a film that's throwing falsehoods up there. Mm-hmm. Falsehoods. Mm-hmm. I just want to know because this is a very important distinction. Uh, are they saying that humans are creating? Well, they didn't quite get to that yet. They'll okay. wait until and did, they, are they these are conservatives. That, I understand. So it might take a decade or so for them to come to that. So would we see that uh, that ice flow with a couple of polar bears? Uh-huh. floating past Malibu, <laughs> yeah. then they're going to say... they'll look out their window and say, oh, wait a minute, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, maybe we are having... Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. well, and, and, the, and the polar bear is holding up a sign yeah. that says, please stop. <laughs> please stop. <laughs> yes. Please, for the yeah. love of God. The Reverend Al Sharpton right. said he wants a DNA test to determine whether he is related to former segregationist Senator Strom Thurmond through his great-grandfather, a slave owner by an ancestor... Of the late Senate. It's, ama- it's an amazing story if yeah. it's true. Who Sharpton wanted to get his uh, family tree investigated. He just talked to a family tree guy. Mm-hmm. Guy looked into it, found that he was, his family, part of his family, Sharpton's family was owned amazing. by Senator Strom Thurmond, mm-hmm. who, by the way, used to come over to my house all the time and call me little buddy. Strom Thurmond. Yeah. Because your grandfather. Your grandfather was involved. A in... friend with, with Strom. Yeah. We used to hang out together, me and Strom. Really? Yeah. Because you had a, you had, there was another guy that you, do you, was it Goldwater? Didn't you know, what was it? It was somebody else you knew. No. Oh, serious about this. I know you, I know you're serious about what, it. Who was it? You, you, there was another. Strom Thurman. Was Strom Thurman. You said Strom this, Thurman. I guess that's it. I guess who else it. would it be? Is there I, another Strom Thurman? No, I don't know about? my gosh, yeah. There All I'm go. saying, though, I've always had my doubts about that this you. guy. Looks into yeah, it, yeah. He finds out that mm-hmm, yeah. that uh, Strom Thurmond owned part of Sharpton's family, yeah. And now Sharpton says, "I want a DNA test. I want to see how much of my family he owned, mm-hmm. and and how he owned them." Do you think that the that the Democrats have the stones to, re- to repeal the War Power Authority that the president enjoys right now? He enjoys it, yeah. And has whatever it'll take time, Mike. You think they will? It'll take time. I don't know that they'll pass because the Senate and because Joe Lieberman when? is the most powerful senator in the American history. No, he isn't. He is. No, he isn't. Yes, he is right no, now. He oh, isn't. Well, I think he is. I, I hope gonna, he leaves the Democratic. Party. Well, he's. Talking I think it about, would be. He's talking about. He it. would be strong only because he's foolish, not because he has any real. Well, power. right now he's much stronger than he. Well, I mean, I think it's just it's the you you've bought the spin. Okay, what's the spin? Tell spin me what is I he's strongest. He's the strongest senator in the history of the universe. I, I think right... Just blow him off. Let him go over to the Republicans. Let him sink the ship. We don't need Joe Lieberman. I just don't... I don't want... Do you want Joe Lieberman no, in your no, party? No, I don't. No. No. And if he goes over there, he'll just sink the Republican ship. How is that being strong? He's offensive. It, well, because... You know, the I mean, next... if I said you have a strong odor about you... For the next two years... Mike, you have a strong odor about you. For the next two years, uh-huh. he will thwart. He will not only thwart the Democrats' attempt to bring some sanity to American foreign policy, but he will what do you help mean thwart. That was just a a generalization there. Thwart, thwart. They won't try anyway. He'll give them an excuse if he leaves. They don't have any. It's excuse. also the domestic policies and all the rest of that. He will be. 
he has Hillary Clinton on his side. What, what's Joe Lieberman got to do with anything? It is, it's very sad when we talk about these things because uh, it's it just seems... Okay, go ahead. Hitachi Limited, a Japanese electronics maker, in case you didn't know. I did. Hitachi. Okay. I knew. Showed off radio frequency identification, or RFID chips, as we like to call mm-hmm. them, that are just .002 inches square. That would be, yeah. in my book, two thousandths of an inch square. Mm-hmm. They look like bits of powder. Mm-hmm. And they can fit between a sheet of paper mm-hmm. without anyone knowing them. Mm-hmm. You could inhale one. And you wouldn't know. These are radio frequency identification chips. Right. They're the things that yeah. they can track you or track. Uh-huh. It was, it's used, the commercial application is they put them in products. Yeah. And they can, so when they go from factory to the marketplace, they can make sure that they're getting to the marketplace. They put them in a product. Too. Yeah. They put, they them, put in them in tires. potato chips. They put them in tires. In your potato chips. In their potato chips. And you'd never... <laughs> I, would, I would advise not eating potato the, chips. I'm looking for that label now. There'll be a, a little splashy label on, uh-huh. the, on, the, on the front of a potato chip bag that says, no R, R-I-F-Fs. Yeah, yeah. F-I-D. F-I-D. You know, yeah, yeah. You could, what you could do is confuse them and like have one person eat, eat like one potato chip out of, each, you know, out of one bag. Tell me so which that, one has. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. So that, and everybody like run in different directions. Yeah. 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 Be like that thing that scene in Aliens too, where the 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 they've got the monsters are closing in. <laughs> beep, beep. A McClatchy newspaper analysis of 2005 yeah. census figures, which were the latest, by the way, yeah. found that nearly 16 million Americans are living in deep or severe pro- poverty. Mm. That means that a family of four, that would be two children. And a, and, a, and, a, and a couple of, you know, husband razors. And wife. Yeah, husband and wife. We call them razors. Razors, breeders, yeah. yeah. Well, not breeders necessarily, but razors. Razors, okay. Yeah. An annual income of less than $9,900. Oh, my God. That's what the... That's their, that's, that's that's their, their gauge def- right oh there. God, so you have 16 million Americans living at that level. Oh. They found the number of severely poor Americans grew by 26%. From 2000 to 2005. That's severely poor. Wow. That's 50% fast, 56% faster than the overall poverty population. Jeez. So within our poverty level, yeah. we're getting poorer. Yeah. Have anything you want to say, Mike? I do want to say something because this, uh, this does, in fact, correlate to uh, the statistic that the United States is now the greatest disparity between rich and poor Breaking in the art. industrial world. Mm-hmm. That we... We're we're number we're one. Number one. We're number. There you go. We're number one. That when it comes to the richest, yeah. and the poorest, that means the the gap our between rich the two. Kick ass. Our rich kick everyone's ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then and in, I am so proud of our rich, including us. They have completely snuffed me. Yeah. Yeah. So so six and a half six years of this policy of this government. Here's has, here's what's funny though. What? It's a waste of time. Okay. What is? Getting rich. You ever see a guy like, what's his name? Arnold Trump? Donald Trump? D- Donald Trump, yeah. yeah. What a tool. Huh? You, think they, you think he looks like what you want to look like? No, I know. Do you want to be what Donald ri- Trump? What a ridiculous man he is. Do you want to be there? Although if he wants to sponsor the program at any point, uh-huh. you're the best. Yep. But, uh, and that number again. That number again. At KUCI. On your dial, yeah. 1-800. Okay, go ahead. I was going to give the number out to Donald Trump in case he's listening. In case he uh, it's, really it's likes it. 949-824-3743. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and you can... 3743. Donald, leave your... 824-3743. Leave your, uh, your um, credit card number, I'd hope. 3743. 
And finally, Mike, mm-hmm. finally, mm-hmm. at last, Kentucky Fried Chicken President Greg Dedrick wrote a personal letter to Pope Benedict XVI asking him to bless the company's 99-cent fish snacker. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.